Testing, testing. We're testing the new sound setup here at the Garfonomics headquarters. Uh, we have the state-of-the-art technology that every podcast needs. Right now, I am wearing a blanket over my head and over the microphone to reduce echoes. And we have optimized the audio, so I didn't have to do that. Uh, I just wanted to do that because I love my Garfonomics listeners. And here's what it sounds like without the blanket. Y'all were dissing on me for spending some of the Patreon money on a blanket to throw over my head. Well, guess what? Maybe if you pitched in a little bit more on the Patreon, I could afford some soundproofing equipment or something. But the blanket is what I had. Anyways... Back to the blanket. I wanted to talk today. First of all, I want to welcome everybody back to Garfonomics, the world's best official, unofficial Garfield-based economics and politics podcast. And yeah, I'm just, I'm super excited. We got the new blanket, state-of-the-art, fresh from the Walmart. And I gotta say, life is good. I, I've, I feel like everything is coming to fruition now. We're stepping it up. We don't have the money for you know crazy sound booths or microphones or anything like that, but we do have ingenuity here at Garfield HQ. And we're making do, baby. Speaking of making do, it looks as though the government in, in America, the Congress, they have come together it looks like they're working on maybe passing a uh, relief package about six hundred dollars in relief for americans it's a little low but the good news is with this six hundred dollars i will be able to outbid that son of a bitch who's competing with me on ebay for that garfield plushie and with this six hundred dollars I I know for a fact it's in the bag. That Garfield plushie is mine. So we're making do, people. We're making do. Fuck, it's hot. It's hot under this blanket. Um, well, I got to bear through. I got to bear through. Oh, oh my God. Uh, it is warm under here. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they uh, they kind of mentioned corporatism, the idea of corporatism, because um, as we've seen through these relief measures, it, the American people, they're kind of getting peanuts. We're getting, you know, we're basically getting tossed quarters while the relief packages tend to just be bolstering the wealth of multinational corporations. There are people who genu- genuinely think that the strength of an economy is tied to the strength of the stock market. And again, that's something that I always try to dissuade idiots from thinking because it has no bearing. The average American is worse off than they ever have been for the most part. But the stock market is, you know, at one of the all-time highs. Because what they're doing is they're taking this relief money, they're throwing peanuts at us, and uh, they're giving the lion's share of everything Two companies, they're just inflating the stock market. And I I was just thinking about this. I was thinking about um, something that happened recently that was kind of interesting with so many people doing so, so poorly. I was looking at something sort of peculiar that happened. 
And uh, excuse me, I'm, the audio is going to suffer because I'm taking this extremely hot blanket off uh, to look at this article that I had up because this was something that was interesting that happened. Um, oh, I don't even know when this happened a while ago. But there's a, uh, a British car company, Aston Martin, that uh, specializes in, in what they, you know, it's supposed to be a, a luxury car brand of some kind. I don't know. I don't really know shit about Aston Martin. I've never even really heard of it, uh, to be honest with you. And uh, I'm looking at a Reuters article here. Uh, title is Aston Martin shareholders greenlight third capital injection this year. The capital injection, Aston Martin's third this year, was announced in October along with plans that Daimler, I don't know how to say that, unit Mercedes-Benz would lift its stake in the British company to up to 20% by 2023, making it one of Aston Martin's largest shareholders. Shares in the London-listed company, which have lost half of their value this year, um, blah, blah, blah. Billionaire Lawrence Stroll, big nerd, in January agreed to buy up to 25% of Aston Martin, making him the biggest stakeholder in a loser company uh, for being James Bond car of choice. Now I want to read a different article, also from Reuters. Now this is about half a year ago in June, um, an article about, well the title is, Aston Martin turns to stock offering to bolster capital. So this is kind of just like deja vu, right? Aston Martin said on Friday would issue new shares worth up to 20% of his of its existing equity capital for proceeds of 152 million pounds. That is very close to the amount that I just read earlier. Uh, as the luxury car maker seeks additional funds to ride out the coronavirus crisis. Coronavirus. Uh, new owner Utree will pick up 25% of the offering with Prestige Motors, which has steadily reduced its holding in the company, having previously been the main shareholder, planning to buy about 8%, the company said. So the company said that the pacing consisted of 304 million new shares at a price of 50 pence apiece. I should be reading this in like a Cockney accent or something. Uh, shares tanked 18% to 50... Blah, 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 blah. One of the worst one-day drops since March, whatever. Uh, Aston Martin, which in May posted a deep first-quarter loss after sales dropped by nearly a third, also said its retail sales and wholesales are expected to fall further in the second quarter compared with the first. Yeah, no duh. The company has been cutting jobs and streamlining its operations, classic, as it seeks to bring its cost base in line with its move to reduce sports car production levels. Again, another reference to James Bond. What is with these people? James Bond, one of the most boring characters of all time. Uh, but, you know, it's what these rich nerds base their decisions to buy cars after, you know? Instead of doing something cool with their money, like I'm putting the blanket back on. It's back time for the blanket again. Instead of doing something cool for their money, like, I don't know, buying Garfield, vintage Garfield dolls on eBay and trying to outbid idiots for the, for the pleasure, for the joy of having that sweet, sweet Garfield boy. No, instead they buy uh, some model of car or a, cars from a car maker that this fictional idiot likes. 
Is there a relation? Is there like a relation between like Marvel nerds and like James Bond fans? I feel like there's got to be like some kind of. It's got to be like James Bond fans have to be like uh, weirdos who think who are basically just like Marvel fans, but like I don't know, they see themselves as like more classy or something. It's like something that I would expect like a weirdo in like a trilby in like a suit that doesn't fit him. Uh, smoking a cigar the wrong way. Uh, something that that kind of person would get into. And they would claim they have class. And that I have none because instead of a, a gin and tonic at the bar, uh, they, they like to diss on me, thinking they're so superior because I enjoy uh, bottom shelf whiskey poured into a can of Red Bull and a can of PBR at the same time and drink it as fast as I can. Yeah, you're not better than me because you won't drink that. It is a superior drink and you're missing out. Maybe James Bond would be an interesting character if he drank bottom shelf whiskey poured into a can of Red Bull, which was then poured into a can of PBR. I don't know. Maybe he would be a cool guy like me if he did that. But he doesn't. He's not. He's a nerd who spent way too much time with his mom, not that there's anything wrong with that, and picked up some weird drink habits. Not we. I don't know. I'm not trying to diss on other people's drink habits. I'm just saying not drinking bottom shelf whiskey mixed into PBR, mixed into Red Bull, is kind of odd. It's kind of odd not to be chugging what I like to call um, lumbo, which is just like, you know how like gumbo is just like a little bit of everything. Um, I like lumbo, which is kind of like the alcoholic equivalent of that. You just take whatever, you know, whatever drinks you have lying around, some leftover wines, some PBR cans, some whiskey, whatever tequila you just pour it in a pot and kind of heat it up mix it together add a little bit of spice if you're fancy and then just drink it as quick as you can without tasting it maybe james bond would be a cooler guy if he drank lumbo maybe aston martin wouldn't be a a, a failing car company if they stopped making these nerd cars and started making cars for lumbo con connoisseurs lumbo enthusiasts like me. I don't know. Third capital injection. But it just goes to show is that like when normal people are failing, you know, when we can't, not even really for any fault of our own, but just because of the circumstances that arise because of the state that our economy is in, you know, we're just fucked. We're screwed. But when some neurotic, uh, fan-fueled car company that's really into James Bond uh, fails, well, they just get a capital injection from some billionaire who thinks he's classy, who's wearing a trilby and, and tipping it at you and calling you milady, even though your pronouns are he, him. You know, they just get these capital injections from billionaire investors and they, they do additional they do additional stock offerings. This is the third injection this year. They are failing. But it doesn't matter. Because they'll get as much help as they need. And, uh, you know, ultimately, if the company does collapse or get bought out or whatever, if that happens, uh, which it very well might, well, 
then we know that the people at the top, they're going to get their golden parachutes. They're going to be just fine. They're probably going to be better than they've ever been. It's going to be just a, just a great deal all around for them. Whereas uh, the remaining employees are going to be fucked. I mean, I already read in that Reuters article, they were just, you know, quote unquote, streamlining their business and uh, removing excess employees. Yeah, that means fucking over their employees. So these guys can smoke cigars backwards and play golf wrong in, a, in some place where golf grass shouldn't even exist. And drive around in nerdy cars and talk on walkie-talkies and be like, Mr. Bond, I've never drinking Lumbo because I'm a nerd. I only drink a, a martini shaken with my penis. That's whack. That's whack shit. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I just wanted to give an update. It's been a little while since uh, we've had a Garfonomics episode. I just wanted to plug back in, let you know that we have upgraded to Blanket Audio Technology. Uh, Let you know what's going on in in the world of economics. Talk about the COVID relief, the potential very likely COVID relief package going on and uh, just the overall cynicism of this system and just sickening stuff. Very cool to think about and a very enjoyable podcast to listen to if I do say so myself. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm doing this one as just sort of a a smaller episode update um, to have something to talk about on the show while I spend my time outbidding people on eBay for vintage Garfield plushies and working on a uh, another guest episode that is in the works. We are trying to have more guests on so that we have a little bit more of a diversity in, in topic. Um, but so we're, we're still working on that. We're, we've got something in the works, folks. Trust me, you're going to love it. At Garfonomics, we have not abandoned you. We are working diligently to provide more stimulating conversation and uh, brag about our impressive Garfield plushie collections. Anyways, that's just a little update for you this this uh, today. Uh, it's actually my birthday tomorrow. So I'm going to be... Um, not working and just drinking a fuck ton of Lumbo. A lot of uh, PBRs mixed into whiskeys mixed into Red Bulls. That drink is called a, a Trash Baby, by the way. In case you were wondering, in case you want to just go order that at your local bar, just say, give me the Trash Baby. And if they uh, look at you weird, um, storm out and say, well, I never. What kind of establishment is this? You call yourself a classy bar. Call yourself a classy establishment. Don't even know how to make a Trash Baby. Anyways, so that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. Uh, I'll probably have a couple of trash babies, get a tattoo, uh, lament, cry a little bit, then party, then open my gifts, eat some cake, and then wake up the next day. Thank you for tuning in to Garfonomics, the world's best official, unofficial economics and Politics, Garfield-based podcast. Uh, I have been your host. It is my birthday tomorrow, so please, please, please give me birthday 
wishes. Give me good wishes. I want good news. I, my goal for tomorrow, the happiest thing you could do for me on my birthday is while I'm getting absolutely trashed at the bar, I want to look at my phone and I want to get little, little dopamine hits from my like little notifications, right? I want to get a little notification that says, Hey, Garfanomics, happy birthday. And then I'll, you know, I just want to inject that shit straight into my veins. Anyways, I gotta go. I've got hot guy shit to do. See ya.